Oh, no. I started a woo. We... Oh, Minneapolis. We love you. I have a hams on stage. I'm at home. I thought we could hear the music better from the other side of that door. So that's, a, that's my fault. I could hear it fine, but I did have to scream at you, go, go, go. Oh, my God. Oh, and another thing is happening. Andrew, it's Christmas. <laughs> Look to your left. Oh, no. Oh, it's here. Thank you. You all know what this is. Do y'all know what this is? Oh, God. All right. Well, that's unfortunate also. Um, here, I'll talk. You deal with it for a second. No, we're going to sit it. We're going to say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. Thanks Hi, everyone. Hi, thank you for coming. You all look beautiful. Oh, what a glorious summer day. I love this city so much. I got we here really so do. early. And yeah, no, it's good. We really love it here. Andrew got here yesterday. I got here too early because uh, I flew Sun Country Airlines. Which I said is not a real plane. It was... No, that's a, that's a lotion that is pretending to be travel. It was really bonkers. Yeah. They, Sun it was, country. They, I, I tried to, so I was initially going to take the red eye from Los Angeles, and instead I saw they had a regular time ticket, and it took <laughs> a me... regular time ticket is just how they listed it. It took me 90 minutes on hold to talk yeah. to someone about getting that regular time ticket. Because they're located in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> oh, I and wish. They, no, they're a hometown favorite. Am I right? So, no, no, not. I see. I I can't see many people, but I can see enough head shakes. I have to plug in my phone, so you have to talk for four what? seconds. But the fir- I brought a, an, an uncharged phone because I'm the most Los Angeles bitch that ever walked, apparently. Um, but I do just have to say, a, a hometown airline that named from Minneapolis that names itself Sun Country. You gotta love the dreaming big. Yeah. Yeah, y'all aren't known for your son. Well, you have it. But it's not like the thing I think about. The thing I do think about is I had goddamn bison tartare yesterday. And I can still feel... (laughs) You still feel bad? I still feel like my heart racing, I think. Yeah. That also might have been the jog that I was not prepared to do. (laughs) You were prepared. We talked about it. We discussed it. It was the speed. That I, I got to be honest. You set the pace. You went 20 first. minutes ago. We were like, yes, it's going to be no problem. We're going to jog down. It's going to be fun. Uh, and I will tell you this, Tawny. I was lying to you when I said I was going to jog. <laughs> My thought was I was just going to kind of amble down while you jogged ahead of me. Well, how and would then, that look? Well, bad. One I, in retrospect, running? bad. I understand. I understand it was not great. So then what? I peer pressured you into running just now? No, the music did. The spirit, of, the spirit of the theme The music. music you hear every week where you're sitting in a chair. Yeah. Made I, you go, I must run. Gotta run. Um, we have to gotta do one thing. Quick. What? We have to say this is the podcast, Yo, oh is Racist, God. where we listen to your voicemails about racism with the help of a special guest, but today there's no one. Woo, thank you. I was hoping we could make it to like 60, 70 minutes. No, we gotta intro the show. Before we intro the we show. We gotta intro the show, because there's people here who've never... Heard or seen it. My name's Tawny Newsom. That's Andrew T. Uh, yeah. Our producer, Kevin Bartelt, is with us in spirit. I hope he's not. I hope he's relaxing. 
Yeah, I hope he gets a week off. Kevin works hard, y'all. Okay, so... And this is going to be our second show in a row where someone in the front row is wearing a piece of Garfield merch that I have talked about. (laughs) That that we get no money for. (laughs) Um, Do you mind telling us what your shirt says? When I die, it may not go to heaven. I don't know if they let cowboys in. I don't know if they let cowboys in. And it's Garfield in just a big blue cowboy hat. Blue cowboy hat. Just looking smug as fuck. You got the tank. That's That's admirable. That's excellent. We should sell our merch someday. (laughs) No, we should just sell Garfield merch. I mean... Bootleg Garfield merch. Okay, wait, I want to do... We have no shame. I want to do a hastily created poll that I haven't thought of prior to this moment. We're so. surprising each other on stage tonight. That's, this is our show called All Audibles. Yeah, the name of the game is... We easily, we just spent nope. an hour on the sidewalk having... We, we could have planned this out. We had a lovely meal with our friends Josh and Natalie. We didn't we need sure to did. bore them with business. Who needs to plan a show Not us. when you can just sit and have a delicious walleye... <laughs> And a Wisconsin-style old-fashioned. Holy moly. Which I learned is an old-fashioned that they just put Sprite in. I love this How town. much? I love the Midwest. How much fucking Sprite are you supposed to drink? <laughs> like, really? I go, I'll have the old-fashioned. And she goes, sweet or sour? And I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> what, is that a choice? I, I just, okay. To me, I realize in retrospect, on the menu... The words Wisconsin style were in scare quotes. Right. And that is among the more threatening things I've ever seen. Like, like in retrospect, it's like Wisconsin style. Wisconsin style. <laughs> like you just thought there was gonna be like on a on a little stir stick, like a little cheese curd stuff. I don't know. Also, I'm a bozo. I didn't realize until way too late we weren't in Wisconsin. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> You gotta was, sit down for that one. You gotta sit down for that one. You're gonna turn I, them. No, that's okay. You're gonna turn them. In our Boston show, we had a man on stage in a Dunkin' Donuts onesie. Yeah. And you've done the I'm opposite. To, you showed up here not knowing what state we're in. No, I mean, I, I got there. I'm just saying this is where I'm at. I was like, if you say Wisconsin style on your menu, be in Wisconsin. What? Right? Wait, you're on his side? Yay! Some I'm people, so confused. I will alienate you with, I think I figured out, although I'm open to suggestions, the most unpleasant way to eat a Juicy Lucy. Um, sober. I was... Someone said sober. Well, um, that's not going to be okay, possible. Well, um, let me I just, was thinking, uh, like, although I don't have it here, so this is really just a poll for the bit. Wait, Would it have been too gross... To come come correct with a boba straw. <laughs> like, how juicy is it really in there, in this fucking bag? How juicy is it really? So the bit is... Yeah. Say your bit, and then I'll do my poll. Because we're wildly out of order. Oh, my God. Wait, we, we really are. Uh, no, say, the bit is, I'm just going to desecrate a local favorite on stage. <laughs> So in Boston, he wanted to eat a full lobster on stage. Yeah. I said, too much cracking and smacking on the mic. Yeah. Um, so he got a lobster roll. Yeah. And then you only ate like one bite of it and you got self-conscious. I got ate one bite of it and I got self-conscious. Also, any, everyone here is basically familiar with the form factor of a lobster roll, kind of hot dog bun shaped. 
Um, More of a Texas toast situation, well. but sure. So just imagine a fully grown man who you paid money to see. Yep. <laughs> hustling out a fucking lobster roll from backstage. Yep. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. Completely losing confidence in himself. <laughs> Opened the clamshell takeout thing. container, lost confidence instantly. And then deciding the normalist way to do this, the, the way that would get this bit done most easily, is what if I just went perpendicular into... <laughs> so lobster roll, normal horizontal. If I went straight down Top for down. my bite... Insane. Who does and it this? wasn't until 45 minutes later when a, an audience member came up to the mic, presumably to ask a racism question, yeah. called it out. Yeah. Was like, hey, I have two questions. First, why did you do it like that? Yeah. And I was like, that's a great point. My shit just melted. Yeah. I had no response other than this seemed like the best idea in the moment. I but now. I can't wait until we go. To, so I told him for this one, no boba straba. What you need to do is cut it in half, cut the Juicy Lucy in half. And then take the, it's going to get worse, take one of the halves and go round side in. <laughs> round side in the mouth. Just a flat side out to the world. Huh? Tony, you have way too much faith in my disgustingness. I'm excited for you. I guess who, who ever lost money betting against my disgustingness, I guess. That's the... I can't wait till we get to Austin and you just have to juggle, like, uh, ribs on stage or something. I could, I could do... One rib? Okay. I'll think about it. Okay. We'll figure it out. Time for my poll. Oh, yeah. And then we'll sit down. I, I'm going to tell you this. I've been, I've been avoiding sitting down. Because I actually worry these seats are too comfy. You think you're going to fall asleep? I, there's a chance. Andrew's a sleepy boy. I'm the one who got up at 3 in the morning. You've had a full night's rest. You're mm. on local time. Y'all, I had midnight cheese curds by myself. All right, let me do my poll. Let me do my poll first. Okay, so by a round of applause, who here has heard the podcast before? Great, thank you. Who here has never heard the podcast before? Oh, no. Weird. So weird, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, truly. And who here is a racist and just saw the sign and is here for the wrong reasons. I'm about it. I'm no? about it. No? It's okay. We'll take oh, your ticket money. We don't care. We don't care. Every street Oh, we counts. got one racist in the corner? Oh, and, no. Don't uh, do that. Um, okay, cool. That was my poll. Oh, my God. Illuminating, honestly. Are we a ready of, to sit? I'm so scared of sitting down. It's in like Ellen? Ellen DeGeneres? Is that a thing in Ellen? I didn't no. know that she had like a, a, a deal with the devil where she can't sit until the music so this stops. Is like, this is like Ellen. This is good. I didn't know that, that she's just sweating so upset until someone stops playing music and she's like, finally. <laughs> oh, no. Is that why she dances all the time? Just to keep her <laughs> circulation going? So this, okay. is, this is a Juicy Lucy. This is what we were told was the local favorite. We will get to the racism. We is it wait? Does, does some brave person want to come up to the mic and explain why this is a local favorite? Anyone? I can't see anyone. So if there's a mic there, there's a mic right over here. There's a mic Who's there? brave? I can't see any of you. No one. No one. Okay. Oh wait. Wait, y'all got a lot of questions, but you don't want to come okay, to the mic. Okay, actually, I, I'm going to call an audible. Y'all got a lot to say, but I'm, you don't want to come I'm, up to so, where calling the podcast an audible. can hear you. We are, I'm going to play this voicemail, at least some of it, now. Is this Juicy Lucy related? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, I don't know. Hi. Um, wildly this off screen. is uh, Minneapolis tea. Um, you guys were talking about um, Yo Come You Live, Food Rex in Chicago. So this is in regards to Minneapolis. Um, when you look up food for Minneapolis, frequently what comes up is a Juicy Lucy. It's a burger filled with cheese. And there are a couple of places that claim to have the first one ever, um, and that's the 9-5 bar and Matt Okay. Bar. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. I'm going to stop this. I love the local shade. I, oh, my God. It's like, we're in Chi- it's like we're in Chicago and someone put ketchup on a hot dog. Oh, if, my God. If I may, oh. uh, this goes on for another minute and 10 seconds. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> Are you guys going to be okay? Because she's clearly offended So you. here's 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 where it's from. It is not 9-5. It is called... Don't read it for me. Oh, wait. So she said the place wrong. 5-8. 5-8. And then she goes on to talk about how 5-8 is bad. Okay. So this is not from 5-8. Okay. This is from 5-8. It is? Oh, hell yeah. But the person said it was bad. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing. Um, I panicked and I was like, how the hell? As you see, it didn't get here before the show. And I was becoming increasingly worried that it was not going to arrive. So I just got whatever was quickest and it was 5-8. Okay. Can someone come up to the mic and tell us why 5-8 is bad? Yeah, come talk shit about 5-8 on this international podcast. (laughs) We won't use your name. You can talk all the trash you want. No one wants to do it? Anyone want to just yell? All right. Oh, here we go, here we go. Come on down. Yay! Thank you, friend. Yeah, no problem. My name is Matt Starkey. Wow, full name. Not affiliated... But the best Juicy Lucy is Matt. Oh. Okay. And, and the 5'8", second tier. What's, Not good. What's the... Why? What's the difference? You have to taste it. Okay. Okay, okay. I you will. You can't... It's, it's, wow. You, you have to taste it. Okay. Right. I don't think I'm going to find... And a... Matt's with onions, right? Oh, my God. Wow, That's okay. God. And this has nothing to do with your name being Matt. No. This is not okay. a Matt Pride. I situation. identify because a lot of people think my uncle is the governor of California. <laughs> okay. This looks like um, that, two hamburgers glued together. <laughs> it looks awful. <laughs> also, and this is this is a me problem. I'm gonna be using this as a napkin, this is this <laughs> delivery bag. Um, for longtime listeners of, of the pod, I'm so oh, thrilled yes. for you guys to get a real classic Andrew soup on the mic yeah. kind of a Right. A that's, that's the other place this was inspired from. I'm literally not going to hold the mic with my preferred mic hand. Put it down. I'll filibuster. I it's, feel it'll gross. It'll be great. No, no. I, my question is, this is another audience one. Who is not extremely grossed out when I eat soup on, on mic? <laughs> Who is not? Is even up. one person who likes the soup? Two in the back, three okay. total. Couple people in the back. All this right. freak up here. Lot of soup hate. Who? Well, soup is soup is an interesting on mic choice because not only is it a liquid, so there's slurping involved. There's yep. also a spoon hitting hitting receptacle factor that happens. So it both has a clanging, a slurping. Yeah. And it, it feels dangerous for the instruments that you have in the room. Well, there is that. Y'all aren't privy to the Zoom. Yeah, where... I get a visual. 
<laughs> of soup on the, the other mic. thing that sometimes happens is from a quart con delivery container, uh -huh. I will simply sift the soup. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to do this. He's going to eat the I juicy I can't think Lucy. of an actual gross way to do this. I'm sorry. It's just gross that I'm doing it. Can we agree it's gross that I'm doing this? Yeah, it's gross. Woo! Great work. Oh, God. <laughs> he recoils in pain. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, kind soul. Oh, God. Kind soul. No, this is all going great. Um, um, I'm so happy to have a hams. <laughs> oh. Okay, we promised to get to the racism. Um, what we do, though, is we start with non-racism because why racism's a downer. Um, although you freaks love it, which astounds me every week. You keep coming back for the hard shit, and it's stressful. Um, but the first thing we did want to ask y'all, and we did this in Boston, and th this was kind of a layup because Boston is the oh. most racist place on the planet. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. We can all agree. Boston's the worst. Uh, we had a great time. Shout out to the lovely listeners there. But uh, it's a real bad hell of a place. Um, <laughs> Minneapolis, we love. But we know that that doesn't mean it's all good. <laughs> so yeah. well, we need some locals to tell us. Because, uh, you know, we're both, if you don't know us, we both we live in L.A. So yep. we're, um, we're high-class Hollywood elites. We take our private jet to Walgreens. Um, <laughs> But we both Just like have... dripping with burger grease on the private plane. Yeah. <laughs> we have extreme Midwest roots. Andrew is from Ann Arbor. I lived in Chicago 15 okay. years. So, we, yeah. So a little bit of... I feel like a politician on the campaign trail trying to pander to you all. But, like, for, for the new folks here, we're not just insane coastal people, I promise. Um, I mean, we're a little bit, but... Yeah. We, Two things. What? One is, uh, we owe Matt a t-shirt, I just remembered. Okay, give Matt a t-shirt. Matt, do you want a shirt? You want a, you wanna, shirt? You wanna duck and a round shirt? Um, and Tawny, do you want to pick up the shirt? You don't want to give him a Juicy Lucy so, <laughs> t-shirt? So immensely gross. Okay. Matt, roughly what size are you? And I'm going to rifle through these. Uh, large, please. Great. Here you go. Not joking. I can't touch the shirt. Hell yeah. Thank you. You're That's welcome. right. I was like, I forgot. We have bribes to get people to the mic. We do have bribes. That was like, this is harder than it was. And I was like, oh, we didn't offer the bribes. It's because you're sitting in that comfy chair. Things got confusing. I'm so, I'm like catatonic mentally. So, Just like, we, we, we know the Midwest, but we don't know Minneapolis. I've been here a lot. I love it. I've toured here a lot with bands. I love playing here. But we need local folks to tell us what's up with Minneapolis. And that can take any shape. You can tell us about the racism if you want. You can get heavy. You can just tell us what, like, the weirdo freak art scene is like. There's a lot mm -hmm. of cool artists here who just, like, you know, make paper mache outfits and run around, and that's a career somehow. And I love that. So who would like, and we will bribe you with the shirt, who would like bribe to you come with the shirt. up and tell us what's up with Minneapolis? Anyone? Yeah! Yay! I will also say, I straight up, I forgot, I excise this from my brain. I did get called a chink yesterday walking around. Okay, well, we'll save that. We'll save that. We'll save. Why are you bring the room down? I forgot. Room I down? thought they would want to know. Damn it. Hi, what's your Hi. name? My name's Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Big fan. Love Lower Decks. Looking forward to the crossover. Thank Yay. you. Thank you so much. Um, been listening for a long time. So I grew up in a suburb of the Twin Cities. I look very white, but I'm going to talk about the xenophobia and the othering that happens here. So okay. I'm Gen yeah. X. I'm from an Arab family, but I look really white. 
But my classmates all through junior high and high school called me Gaddafi's daughter. Whoa. My family's from Lebanon. Whoa. Not yeah. even the right fucking continent. No, no that's so, bad. So I tried yeah. to correct them and nothing, they didn't understand. So yeah, and then. It's such a moment to just be like, you're not even being racist in the right way. Exactly. I, I could help you. I also got called a camel rider and a camel jockey, but it was like, you know, actually, Lebanon's one of the only countries in the Middle East that doesn't have camels natively. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Then you're trying to educate them. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's exhausting. And then the Gulf War happened when I was in my senior year. And so I got called all these horrific, you know, slurs for Arabs in front of my teachers. Yeah. Who didn't do anything at all. No. So, yeah. So um, when I turned 18, I moved to the city. It was a little bit better. But I, ugh, I, I wanted to raise my, my son in the city. So we lived in this like kind of posh neighborhood, not too far from here, where you have all these people with the um, "all are welcome" signs. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. In this house. Oh my we... god! Right. Yeah. Total bullshit. Because those are the people <laughs> who were who voted our shitty mayor back in. Ooh. Shitty okay. mayor. Ooh. I don't even know his name, but I love you, the energy. We, we love a we hate the mayor energy wherever yeah, we yeah. go. We hate our mayor. Yeah. Actually, I don't know who your mayor is, but. But these are the people with the all our welcome signs, but they would continually vote down any bills to like allow for multifamily homes in those neighborhoods. Right. They just want their shitty single family homes and just build them up. Mm -hmm. right. of, and they don't want any trace of unhoused folks in their neighborhood. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, so yeah. it sounds uh, bad, but also like it's pretending to be great. Yeah, there's this whole yeah. passive-aggressive Minnesota nice bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that is one of the reasons why we are able to do this show is like the amount of time we spend in the Midwest where it's yeah. like, nice. <laughs> you know, yeah. nice. But, yeah. Um, is there a large Lebanese population here or any? Not enough. They're all in Dearborn. Yeah, yeah, that's a Michigan thing. I don't know why sure. my family wound up here. They, I think they got lost. <laughs> <laughs> they also changed their family name to Mike, M-I-K-E, because they thought that was a, a last name. Wait, so yeah. what, what was it originally? Dahar. That's beautiful. Oh, they just like Mike. randomly like just, Mike. And they changed it to Mike? Mike. Hell yeah. <laughs> Guys, fuck this. I'm going to be Stacy from now on. I, I love a, like, immigrant stab at fitting in. <laughs> right? Yeah, so they're like Tommy Mike, Bobby Mike, Freddie Mike. Oh, Bobby wow. Mike. And they all look like Klinger from MASH. So, yeah. yeah. I, I love these little Lebanese kids going to school trying to fit in. They're like, what? My name's Bobby Mike. I'm as American as apple pie. Mr. Mike. <laughs> I also got picked on for smelling like garlic. Oh, yeah. hey, look, I hear that. Look, Garlic's we cook with best. a lot of spices. It's not our fault white right. people colonize the world for seasoning and then won't use it. <laughs> That's not our fault. And they're all making dessert hummus now. It pisses me off. I can't. All right. Oh, well, thank you. Give them a hand. Thank Wait. you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, you get a shirt. Large. We have a. Do you have uh, another large? Yeah. yeah, we got a large for awesome. you. Okay, oh. clean hand, clean hand. Yay. Woo. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, oh I think that's, I mean, that is a little bit um, our sweet spot. This tour might as well be called The White People Are Okay, but. <laughs> but you need that inflection with it. Because we're going to like Boston, here, Austin, and Brooklyn. Yeah. And it's like, they're good towns, but you know. <laughs> Those are towns. 
<laughs> oh, I feel like okay. What are you going to eat in Brooklyn? I don't know. Like a... Oh, so I, I'm hearing little heckles. What do we got? Come on. So I think someone just said a bagel, which seems oh. not... There's not enough potential for disaster. Yeah. I, what's the most precarious thing you can eat in Brooklyn? Uh, rent. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I'll just eat a pile of, uh, like, nickels. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just, like, however much, I don't know, $80,000 a month is. What should we do first? You done with that juicy loose? Oh, good God. It really... Okay. <laughs> What's the money shot? Oh, you guys... Okay, okay. Tony, you, you talk. You talk. see the juicy Lucy spread eagle? Is that what you're asking for? I don't want to kink shame, so I guess, Andrew, here we go. Rip that thing apart. Oh, God. Oh, no. Are there pickles in it? What? It looks haunted. It looks like, oh no. Yeah, get the bag. Don't touch that mic again. I'm so, so. This is such a mess. Wow. I can't believe, I can believe. I can believe all of it. Well, earlier today, I was like, I don't listen to very many other podcasts, but I was like, are we stealing this bit from someone else? No. And, and I, I was said, like, yeah. No, I said, Andrew, you, uh, you've cornered the market on eating gross shit on Mike. No one else is like, hey, what, what can I get that's wetter? Because it just there, it feels <laughs> like there's any number of food-based podcasts for whom this would be no, better placed. None of them do that. But not any, like, truly Andrew is revolting-based podcasts that... Nope. This is all you, buddy. This is an Andrew Um, T. Original. I'm going to say, someone earlier said, you have to be drunk. To eat a Juicy Lucy? But I'm not drunk enough. Yeah, you had two, we had two Wisconsin Manhattans. Imagine if they hadn't put the Sprite in it. (laughs) The Sprite is like keeping me tethered to Earth. Yeah. That's why it's a Wisconsin, because you got to be able to go work a 15-hour shift at a factory. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. This is like the best ad for Sprite I've heard in a while. Get at us, sponsors. Well, Sprite, it'll keep you tethered to this earth. Uh, you know what else keeps us tethered to this podcast? <laughs> the racism voicemail. Yeah. Who wants to hear one? Should we <laughs> cue one of these fuckers up? Okay. All right. Let's play the least wild. <sighs> that- they're all titled such insane things. They're all a little wild. Uh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to go with the shortest one just to get us warmed up. Great. Uh, hi, Andrew and Tani. Uh, is it racist for me as a white man to put, uh, to have a vanity plate of a Japanese food, like, say, onigiri or soba, uh, as the vanity plate of my Subaru, which is a Japanese car? I think. <laughs> In true me fashion, I don't listen to voicemails ahead of time. I prefer to come in cold. Uh, cold. Uh, lazy. <laughs> um, but Lord, you woke up at 3 a.m. today. That's true. I'm yeah. very I'm very. Give it up for Tawny, everyone. No, don't give She's it up so for that. She's so sleepy. No. Yay. Um, 
Okay, so this person wants to know if it's racist to have a vanity license plate of a Japanese food like onigiri, which I believe are the little triangle little, little rice, rice with like fish things, in the middle. Yeah. Delicious. Or other stuff. Or soba plum. noodles, which I'm like, how does that translate onto a vanity plate? It's kind of a thing. It was vanity plate is wild. I assume I assume they mean like the, the little, little thing. Rim thing. What the hell is that thing called? Because it's not a picture of it on your license. Like a vanity plate is like cool oh. Mark's dick or whatever, right? Like, we're we are at the point where we might as well they might as well allow emojis on the, the <laughs> license plate. Like who gives we're a shit? We're chasing a Honda Civic uh, license plate shit sign rocket ship yeah. lightning bolt Christmas tree. Mine would be like shrug, 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 but like, I think all different races. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I'll take, so, I'll take suggestions. The other thing I love that the caller added in that it's a Subaru, which yeah. is a Japanese car. So it wasn't, it didn't feel racist until the end, which is actually right. pretty impressive in 19 seconds. I was like, this shit's probably, oh, Ooh. what's wrong with you, dog? Yeah, yeah, it felt rough that I'm like, do you think the car has an ethnicity that's giving you a permission for this weird license? Oh, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. I know I'm not Japanese. My car, my car, car is. is. My car is 100% Japanese. I'm the so. parent of a Japanese-American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a lot of ways, that counts. Um, uh, so why would you call this in? <laughs> I, I do, I have to say, I say this a lot, I am forever grateful that you have completely, in this relationship, you've completely taken over the managing of the inbox. The inboxes. You screen everything. I never have to dive into those those murky, tepid, fetid waters. Mm -hmm. it, it is all you, so you, you really... It's pretty nasty down there. Yeah, it seems like a bog. Yeah, there's a lot of bog, bog going on. But you know what? Sometimes you get shit like this where you're like, huh, this seems, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed um, innocuous at first, then it got weird. So, um, yeah, like, obviously, since, since uh, Caller has Japanese car in his brain, oof. I guess it's racist. He made it racist. He made it racist. He just had, he had food on a license plate, which, honestly, I respect the ingenuity, because I don't know how he did that. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's like... spelled out the word onigiri? Yeah. Oh, okay, so what? you're all smarter than me. You understood what was happening. I'm like, was it a picture? And you're like, no. <laughs> Okay, now I, I don't it. like living in our audience's world of like grounded ideas where they and, haven't like, had logistical th real they're possibilities. Grounded and they have they have not had two Wisconsin Manhattan. Yeah. So I prefer living in a world where, like, essentially the license plate maybe has a touch screen on it and just like shit can move around like a digital slot machine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's just branded with like how I met your father. <laughs> Kind of whooshes in. Hillary Duff, she's a queen. <laughs> uh, all right, we solved one, right? What are we telling him to do? Just drive Don't. into a lake? <laughs> yeah. Just drive into a lake, sir. Because there's no way, what, like, what would you do with your, like, Ford, you know? Oh. Just like, oh, hot dog. <laughs> Honestly, that slaps. Hot dog from the Greek diner in Detroit. Hell yeah. I grew up in Michigan, y'all. Did you know that? Um, yeah, it's just... 
underlining this fucking Japanese card. So, so gross. Deeply uninteresting. Mm. Let's go with this one. Yes. Hey, everyone. So I used to work at a summer camp, and um, one of the white male counselors came out to breakfast one morning, and he had cornrows in his hair. They were all like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And he said, oh, my cabin group this week is uh, a bunch of black girls. They're around ages 10 to 13. And I guess they wanted to do his hair. So he said, yeah, for sure. And we're like, okay, that's whatever. But at the end of the week, um, the girls left. And he kept his hair in cornrows. Um, like, obviously, this is kind of weird. But I don't know your take on it. Thanks. Love the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, this in a sort of not not like an all like Hall of Fame uh, file name, um, but this one is called kept underscore cornrows dot mp three, <laughs> and that one is really tickling me. I I'm like I never think about what it is because it's like just enough to remind me what it is. But right. and when I see them cold, I'm like. <laughs> What the fuck is this? Kept cornrows. Kept cornrows. Dot MP3. What was the last one called? Oh, the, I already deleted o- it. Onigiri <laughs> Japanese car food. Oh, uh, it's not. I think it was Subaru plates. Okay, that's, that's more normal. That wasn't worth bringing it up. No, so you're, no, you're right. You chose the right one to bring up. Sometimes I will just encounter them cold, though, and it's like <laughs> redlining croissants. <I'm> like, <laughs> the fuck? They always kind of make sense. They make sense once you've heard the voicemail, but when you have nothing to go on. Yeah. They are insane. Yeah. Um, much like this man keeping these cornrows in until the end of the week. Maybe he just didn't have a rat tail comb and he couldn't take them out. I actually legitimately, I was like, I think there's a decent chance he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't know how to do it. Yeah, he probably just was like, I can't take these tiny ass braids out. This is me giving him all the benefits of doubts. Yeah. I mean, this is such an early, like, like just the like white, white person, well, White lady in a in the Caribbean getting uh, cornrows, oh, yeah. kind of, oh, or braids, God. sort of argument. Oof. Oof. <sighs> Oof! But they pay for that there. Oh, that's true. They go to the sandals resort. They go to Jamaica and they see someone on the beach and they're like, "Yeah, I'd like to do that." Yeah, and I'm they cool pay, with this. And then they come home. That to, is to Duluth, <laughs> or wherever. <laughs> Love Duluth, legit. They come home to Duluth and they've still got. Those micro braids in just so much scalp exposed. <laughs> you can just see their scalp. It's like I'm looking at like a map of early Pangea. <laughs> just just a rough amount of skin to be shown to the. I guess the nice thing too with uh, like yeah white people specifically mm. is just like what a great sunburn. Oh, the best. The sca- when you see their scalp, like red, the scalp sunburn, and they always want to talk to me, and they always want to be like, "See what I did?" And it's like, yes, <laughs> see what I did? And I go, "Oh, did you? Uh huh. How's that feel?" And you're and just like, like, "Bad. It hurt a lot." I was gonna put, I'm like, yeah, sunblock not- like grout in between. <laughs> just, just rub sunblock it in. Sunblock like grout. Well, you gotta protect yourself. Oh my lord. And your head's not built. Your scalp's not built for that. Oh my lord. I did have. I was really proud of myself. I may have told the story on the pod. I'm sorry, but uh, this this man. Half these people haven't heard it. So. That's true. <laughs> There's a lot of newbies here. I could do all my old bits. Um, this man came up to me at, on a job one day, and he was just start. A white man was just starting his uh, dreadlock <laughs> journey, and he came up to me and he said, 
my hair is about to be like yours. And I said, I don't think that it is. Um, and he goes, no, no, I'm, I'm getting dreadlocks. And I said, well, you're not really. Also, these are braids, but continue. <laughs> like, you got to at least know what you're appropriating, dog. Um, and then he goes, yeah, you know, he keeps talking, just the, the most unaware. What I wouldn't give to be that not self-aware. I would love it. I would just live. I, I would just flow. I would live so free. Um, and so yeah. he said, well, the reason I'm doing it is because I heard that getting dreadlocks teaches you patience. And it's certainly trying someone's patience. I know. What I so should have said good. was, it's teaching me some right now, my friend. Uh, but I think it was teaching him patience because then when I saw him three weeks later, he just had the most malformed, stressed, little, little dookie pods of just... <laughs> Just trying to mash the hair because y'all's hair doesn't do it. The white girl's I, hair doesn't do it, so you have to put so much wax in it. But I did find out later by one of the other black girls on set because she came up to me and she was like, "Do you see so and so's hair?" And I was like, "You know, I look at it every day. I'm I'm haunted by it at night." And she goes, "Well, maybe it'll make you feel better to know that the place you got it done, a Jamaican place in town. We were not working in LA. We were in another city." She goes, "The Jamaican place in town charged him five dollars a braid." <laughs> The black people screamed. <laughs> they know he got robbed. <laughs> the black people know that that white man got robbed. And then they charged him $25 for a sleep bonnet. <laughs> and I said, that's reparations. Yeah. That's like, it's like right up there. It really is. Like those black people got their money. And you know what? I'm happy for them. That's all that matters. I'm happy for them. I just picture him in a little Literally bonnet Literally all that night. matters. Sorry. Oh, five dollars a braid robbery uh in a good way you're robbing robbing the colonizers you know robbing the white people who's oh they're okay yeah they're okay oh that's man. what we're doing tonight here's a question no one's commented about this because i guess because you guys don't have microphones um is is this hams grosser than a juicy lucy by no no people love hams. hams is good right i can't tell i'm just like Look, I mean, I... It feels like very part of one thing, I guess, is okay. what I'm saying. Here's, here's the poll. I'm hams in it. Here's the poll. Round of applause and cheers. Hams? <laughs> PBR. Ooh. A wow. chill went down my spine. <laughs> Jacob Marley just came into the room. Good Lord. If this was Wisconsin, that would have crushed. We're not in Wisconsin? <laughs> Okay, let's break up the voicemails. Anyone, and yeah, anyone want to come down and to do the mic? A live voice. It's almost like a voicemail in the flesh. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a human. Yeah? You want to come down? Come down. Please. Come the Give them the hand. The t shirt bribe still stands. Yeah. So. And keep clapping because it's a long walk. So Yay. let's cover it. Yeah. Amazing. Ooh, I gotta catch my breath. Yeah, oh my god, right? Walk. It sucks. That walk sucks. Have you been to the bathroom? Have I been to the bathroom? Like Try ever? Try not up to. The oh, oh wow. yeah. Um, but actually, my question is related to work. Hell yeah. Um, I'm going to snitch on an HR person. Yeah. So the HR recruiter at my work um, has, on a couple different occasions, exhibited what appears to be ignorance or prejudice against... Uh, Latino people, Latinx people. And I guess my 
overall question is like, should I report her because she is technically HR? Uh-huh. But what has happened is uh, one time there was a posting for a salesperson based in Mexico, and I emailed her to say, and this is specifically what I said, what level of fluency is required for this job? Because my brother-in-law has sales experience, and he has pretty good English, but he's not super fluent. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she responded, yes, English is required. Uh-huh. Okay. So she didn't answer your question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. It wasn't a yes or no question. Right. Yeah. The other time, uh, I, so I've referred a lot of people of color to uh, work at my work and only really people of color because, you know, there's so few people there and it's a corporation. And... um and the jobs are pretty good, and they're entry level, and the benefits are great. So um, a lot of people have gotten hired through my referrals, including a lot of people of color. The one time that I referred somebody that I personally knew, uh, they want you to refer people that you know and you would vouch for or whatever. And so up until this point, I had referred and referred dozens of people, um, and like four people of color had gotten hired through my referrals. And... Um, this time, it was a good friend of mine who I vouched for, and I sent in a letter of referral saying, like, this person is my good friend. Uh, I, I think they would be a great addition to the company, blah, blah, blah. And the HR person emailed me after the first interview, with, after my friend's first interview, to say, um, hey, I just need to know if you vouch for this person, if you would really recommend them for this job. And I replied at first, like, yes, of course I do. They're my good friend, whatever. I want them to get the job. I answered the question in a straightforward way. But then I was like, wait a minute. I said that, all of that, like in a very detailed way in my referral letter. And you've never asked this about any of the other people that I bullshitted. So they were like, you really recommend them? Yeah. And the last name was Latinx and, um, you know, they're very brown. Yeah. They also have like an online presence that might... um, (laughs) <laughs> seem very like odd to normal people because they're like, um, what are we talking? What are we talking? Witch yeah, stuff, cra- snake like stuff, a, like a like a goth, cool, queer, cool persona. Which yeah. stuff and snake stuff? Yeah, witch and snake. Yeah. I nailed it. <laughs> so so I don't know. Uh, I don't know why she was asking this, but I emailed back to say like, I'm sorry. Like this should have been my first response. And my only response, why do you need to know this? That was all in my referral letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she never answered. Mm. And then my boss called me a week later and asked me the exact same question. Yeah. Oh. So. Um, right. So what do you do about the, the racist company? The advanced screening that happens sometimes. <laughs> and, and she's a contractor. She's like an HR recruiter. She's not part of the corporate HR. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if I should. I feel like I should probably report her, but it also feels like too much trouble and I don't want to let it affect whether or not she hires my friends in the future. Yeah, it sounds yeah. more like you need to guilt her so that she will do that less and actually like get your friends a job. I mean <laughs> it because th- this happens a lot, like especially in comedy, like somebody asked me for, um, give them a hand, oh, wait, thank yeah. you so much. Medium or large, we got shirts. I'll take a medium. Medium, cool. I'm gonna Duck chuck it. and around. Clean hand, clean hand still. Thank you so much. Oh God, um, sorry, dirty floor, dirty floor still. <laughs> That's my fault. Thank you. Thank you. 
so the, the way that I relate to this is, you know, in comedy when someone asks, hey, like, we're throwing together a show. Do you have someone that you recommend? Blah, blah, blah. And I always recommend women and non-binary people, and I always recommend people of color. And just because, like, most of the people doing these asks tend to be white because th those are the people who are running the big shows. And so when they ask me, I'm like, well, you know a million white people. So I, if you're asking me, I'm recommending people that may not be in your circle. Um, and so this is to all very well-meaning people, but... What always happens, always, even the, the people with the best intentions, is if they don't know a name, if it's not recognizable to them, this is what they would say, is they will ask a couple of times, like, oh, are you sure? So they've done a lot of this type of comedy, or where exactly have they worked or played, or what exactly did they blah, blah, blah? And you just feel their, like, head tilting until it, like, completely <laughs> turns around on their body. And it's like, yeah, no, you asked me for a professional who could do this type of comedy, and I gave you that. So mm -hmm. no further explanation or uh, convincing is required because you supposedly like me, you trust my work, you've asked me for a fellow professional, I've given you that. So the way I combat exactly what you're talking about is to do just what you arrived at, is to not offer the follow-up vouching and vetting. Like, that's not required of me. I'm, I'm a professional who you've asked, so these are the people I've offered. And when they ask more questions, I don't answer the email or I just say, see my previous email or I just go, yeah, that's what I said earlier or whatever, you know, and I keep it friendly and light because I think people don't even realize all the time that they're doing it. But when you recommend Bob Stevens, who was on, you know, uh, a Virgin Bisexuality, the improv team from Brooklyn from 2012 to 2015, they go like, <laughs> they go, oh yeah, he seems great. And they don't ask a second question. So I just don't entertain the second questions because they only come for the people who don't look like what they're expecting. I... <laughs> I was liking your description of uh, the hiring manager turning their head over like the Cheshire Cat. Yeah. Like, just so far, twist your just neck like, off. So I just have a few more stand. questions. So has she actually it's done it this it's exact? It's and she's worked in this software before? And you're just like, yeah, what the fuck I said before. That's probably the responsible thing to do. Okay, and what do you I think, do? I think you're... Your answer encapsulates what my answer would be, which is just find a public forum to put these people on blast. <laughs> I mean, this is literally why this entire podcast exists. That's true. Um, Andrew's like, burn it down. And I'm like, light a small match from within yeah. that will just cause them discomfort and pain. <laughs> I'm like, burn it down in theory. <laughs> As you have heard tonight, I'm a coward. We all know that. Um, Would a no. coward eat a wet sandwich on stage? It's really, I mean, I have... You're still shiny. So much cheese on my hands. <laughs> it really is, like, never going to go away. It's, yeah. like, part of my hand now. Yeah. It is sort of like, like, like I've been accursed by the, the spirit of Juicy Lucy herself. Yeah. And everything I touch from now on shall be cheesed. Oh, there hasn't been a cheese-filled burger here since 1936. Um, what? Last thing I'll say, last thing I'll say is the other thing you can do is just the, I call it kill them with questions, where you can just say like, oh, I, I didn't remember these same questions for the person that, you know, Mark recommended earlier or whatever. Like, you can point out the times when their policy has been inconsistent without saying like, hey, I think it's because you don't trust my recommends because of these reasons. 
and force them to kind of go, oh shit, I'm about to be called a racist, backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> but see, I feel like that threat, you need to also have someone in the office who will call them a racist. There's like the, yeah. the, the two sides of but know, if they're in losing HR, your mind in a corporate They should corporate always setting. be aware that at some point they might be about to be called a racist. Yeah. <laughs> well, it should happen more often. It should. Uh, should we do another voicemail? Yeah, get the do- wildest one. I'm, no, I'm gonna. We're gonna do two more. I'm gonna do the second wildest one because the wildest one is. <laughs> I haven't heard it. At all. Yeah, we're not. This is a second wildest. Hey, what's going on, yo? Is this racist? I really like your podcast. Love you guys. Um, so I'm a black man. I work at this company that's predominantly white, kind of corporate America. E, go figure. Uh, I wanted to know. Do you guys think is is this race? So these at one of the sites they have a a big gong that's up, and I guess they fucking ring the gong, whatever it's called, <laughs> hit it with the little thing anytime like there's a particular accomplishment or something like that. Like they even have a picture. <laughs> uh, I think on one of the websites that they definitely had it in one of our uh, virtual meetings. It was I don't know. It just rang a. It, it was raising red flags like. <laughs> You know, because none of the people in the picture was probably, uh, I'm guessing it comes from an Asian culture. Uh, <laughs> I think there was like a black person, a white person, and uh, something else. <laughs> I think everybody, everybody rings the gong when something happens. But it just, I don't know. It was like, huh? I don't know. It seems a little weird and iffy. But yeah, what do, you, what do y'all think about that? Thanks. Love the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, give that a hand. <laughs> this is a ride. <laughs> Work a underscore gong dot mp3. <laughs> you know, you have your personal gong and your work yeah, gong. Yeah, it was a work gong <laughs> for, like, official gong purposes. Go- oh, God. I also loved <sighs> black, white, and something else. <laughs> <laughs> The official census categories. <laughs> <laughs> it's just delightful. You know, that's, oh. that's America. <laughs> I, I love this caller because he knew how like out of pocket and wild he was being. <laughs> he knew just how he wild did? he was being. I feel like it, it was like dawning on him as he was yeah, talking. Yeah. I think there's that like mid voicemail like, oh shit, oh, but shit. must continue to talk. <laughs> uh, it's just delightful. It's delightful. just delightful. <laughs> Andrew, where do we stand on gongs? I, I mean, I... Oh, man. The last similar to gong... So the problem with this gong shit is... Is that, like... It, it's unfortunately some shit that, like, Asian people love to perpetuate. Mm-hmm. So it is very, very hard to then be like, well, that's racist. Right. <laughs> because Asian people... Uh, you know, like in your average uh, restaurant or stuff, love to use that like chop suey font and love to use like a gong or whatnot. And so that... But but, I mean, talk about the real reason for that. That's born out of a necessity to appeal to people who weren't trying to understand any delineation between Asian cultures. I mean, right. And and it's I think that the issue is that it's like classic Andrew Asian people rant. Uh, we're just so up for playing along with this shit that it is a little just like 
every time I'm out here being like, yeah, but it's, it's racist. You guys know it's racist, right? They're like, what? And I'm, I'm the weird one for saying, um, you know, all this Orientalist shit is racist. So like, Doesn't it come out of like a children of immigrants need for survival kind of vibe? Yeah, but... I'm just trying to get you to talk yourself into the, you know, the reasoning behind it so that the Asian people don't come for you on Twitter. I feel like... Which is not my job. I should just let y'all have each other, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think, I think I will never... I will never dig myself out of that hole. Uh, I spent... I think, I think uh, Andrew Yang was the final straw for most people when I talk shit about Andrew Yang... But you were right. From before he started. <laughs> but you were right. I was just like, I could tell this motherfucker sucks. Yeah. You just sniffed him out sooner than most people. It really... Yeah. I yeah. think my friend was like working on a documentary about him. And I was like, you know that motherfucker's a white supremacist, right? <laughs> Your friend's like in Final Cut. Just like, Andrew. Yeah. I'm doing it now. You know, it's a really good way to not make friends in Hollywood is to tell... <laughs> Tell people their yeah. their documentaries about a racist. Yeah. Well, um, okay. Gong. Question. Gong. 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 Question. Gong. <laughs> 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 this made me think of the SVU. Gong. Gong. Um, <laughs> what? Um, uh, what, what's worse? <laughs> That's the other Law and Order, right? Uh. Yeah. What's worse on the Zoom? Black, white, and something else hitting a gong every time there's an accomplishment? Or one Chinese man in the corner? And they hit the gong, and everyone's just kind of like looking. <laughs> like, right. I didn't ask for this. I don't know. Uh, I have to like smile and be like, yay. Yeah. The gong, the gong dude co-signing the gong. Right. Or He's he has to there. like cross his arms and shake his head like, no more gong, guys. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. I know. It's so hard to... But I think that's a thing. Try to be, try to be the no gong guys <laughs> person. Be the no gong guy you want to see in the gong Yeah, world. on the gong. Um, but... Uh, but also, is there like something that's so where the gong is so divorced from any sort of culture at all for these folks that it is just like ringing a bell? I'm positive it is. Is the thing? It is like it, it, it's just like the racism has been so pervasive that it's just like a vague sense of like yeah, just ceremony, loud ceremony. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 atypical. It's not like an air horn or like something people are used to hearing. I mean. But how dope would that be? I mean, if an someone would accomplished be some. Imagine ah, if they're like, we hit our Q2 numbers. Ah, ah, ah. Right? That report got filed on time. Ah, DJ, ah. call it. That's so much better. That's so much better. They should just replace all the gongs with just that black guy going, DJ, call We the best <laughs> consulting. I'm sure that would end great. <laughs> Um, all right, let's do, let's do the final, the final voicemail. Unless there's, does anyone else want to? I still does have one shirt. Does anyone else want to do a live in-person voicemail? I, I, yeah. Oh, all right. So Come in. Come on up. Come. Wait. Oh. You both can. Someone's right. not going to get a shirt or we'll have to figure it out. But whoever wants to come up should come oh, up. Okay. I, I'm here and mine's quick. If it's not a large, you can. Okay. All right. 
We'll get we'll get you a shirt. It is a medium, I'm afraid. You don't think I need a large? <laughs> no. I love the, the shopping that's happening right now. Right. This is great. This is what we need. All right. Hi. Hi. I'm Keisha. Hi, Hi Keisha. Keisha. Hello. Um, so my I don't even know if it's a question or a statement, whatever. It's but, better when it's a statement. <laughs> so I do my own hair. Um dreads, yeah. braids, everything. Um, I have a friend who is Hmong. Um, and when I did my hair the last time, she said, can you do mine? And I was like, well, how do you want it? She was like, oh, I want box braids with like the, the she synthetic. She knew the name. With the synthetic hair. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm all for making money. But sure. I just don't know, like... After hearing the story about how they charge the white man $5 a braid, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, should I just overcharge or should I just be like, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that gets, I, that is the closest we have found to a solution at this point. Because you're not going to be able to, if, if they want to get the hair they shouldn't get, they're going to, someone will do it. Yeah. So you might as well punish them financially yeah, it might as well be me right it might as well be you also, is that defeatist and cowardly no, yes it's, but it's correct it's wholly up to you yeah. if you feel like dealing with it if you're not going to be sitting there for the six hours it's going to take to do these box <laughs> braids going like i don't know about this like because that's that's a heavy day on your spirit but if you're yeah. just going to be like i'm making money my friend's going to look cute whatever you get to decide that 100 yeah. percent. that's the thing with like the the appropriation of these hairstyles is that it is not it's not always the individual person that is to blame, and it's definitely not the technician who did it on their head. Right. It is the societal issue that says that a man with dreads, a white man with dreads, is going to be looked at differently than uh, up until just like the last couple of years. Like black right. women being able to wear our hair in natural styles was not accepted and still isn't in so many workplaces, is not seen as professional. We're not seen as like, you know, kept, you know, well or like well put together or whatever. It looks too messy or bohemian. I've been told by casting people that it looks too militant. It's like there's all these stereotyped terms when we wear our hair like this. So for white people to just waltz in and be like, I think it's cute. It's like you're stepping into a hornet's nest of like privilege and shit that like we have been fighting for just to wear our hair in a way that's protective for us. And you're just going to show up and put some beeswax in it. it, right. it and it pisses us off. So your Hmong friend is like a little bit outside of this dichotomy. Right. And so I think it's entirely your comfort. Yeah. Like, do, are you going to feel okay doing the braids? I feel okay, but I also feel like I'm at a point in my life where, like, when I was younger, it was like, as long as you're not white, you can do anything. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like but, not like anything, but, like, I had friends who were, as long as they weren't white, we were kicking it. They said the N-word. I was like, I know that's right. Like, it, it's like, it didn't matter. But now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, they're not black. So how does actually work? Well, you become, you become more comfortable with yeah. nuance and with your own boundaries around that stuff. We all do as we age. I, I, I think that maybe... A, a lot of people don't as they age. <laughs> Sorry. Just to be fair. All of us kind think. Everyone in do. here, y'all are the good ones. Y'all are ones of the good ones. Um... Uh, what I will say is if if they're, depending on how good of a friend they are and depending on how much um, emotional and societal labor you would like to do, if you want to have a conversation with her about how she might be regarded out in like black spaces with that hairstyle, you'd be doing her a real service because 
tell you what, if I see your Hmong friend walking down the street and I don't know you and I don't know the backstory, I'm probably giving her side eye. And like, she's, she's not going to know why the girl at Panera Bread is like giving her the stink eye. She's not going to know why. And maybe she should because Google is free. Yeah. But if you care about your friend, you could maybe tell her like, hey, this is going to, this is going to not have everyone looking at you so kindly. Right? right. right? Yes. But that is up to you, and it's not your job. Your job is to do hair on whoever you want. Right. (laughs) Thank you for your question. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, and your hair looks great. Thanks. Yeah, last question. Let's go. Yeah, come on. All right, I had tattling to do, but that's going to take too long, and it's not as fun. So I'm going to do a shorter question. All right. Uh, So my girlfriend's elder Gen X mom, who is a white woman. I'm sorry. Yeah, we are... So deeply you just, old. You're a, you're a grown man, and you said your girlfriend's elder Gen X mom. Yep, so you got all the qualifiers? Yeah. I do, but I we, can't do math that fast, and I also... She's like in her 50s. I want to die. have to fight you she's in the parking f- lot later. I want to pass lady. away. <laughs> I want to pass away. My uterus has turned to dust and fallen yeah. out of my body, and this I'd like to pass away. Instant death. <laughs> Elder Gen X. Uh, okay, and what's sorry. your name again? Continue. Oh, I'm Adam. I'm a Hi, Adam. weak white aspiring Dale dude. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew got the joke. Um, Shout out to Dale dudes. <laughs> Dale, Dale dudes. dudes. Um, okay, so you're... that's where we watch Chip and Dale on the premium show. Don't worry about it. We don't. We won't plug the. <laughs> Subscribe to suboptimalpods.com. Okay, so your girlfriend's old ass mom who was born in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she was born like in the 60s. <laughs> Gen X, I don't fucking know. Okay, 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 okay. okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. Tony, I don't want to fight. I I just met you and I'm going to beat your ass. For people at home, I am holding Tony back. (laughs) Actually, I harassed you on the patio earlier, so it's you you can yell at me by now. I'm going to whoop your ass. Continue. Tony, it's not Uh, worth it. Tony, no, no. (laughs) It's fine. Sorry, go ahead. So anyway, um, her mom was like talking about a a Spike Lee movie, right? And... um, I understand that it's like a marketing thing for Spike Lee to be like the new Spike Lee joint, but she like straight face just said like, oh, have you seen this new Spike Lee joint? And it just seemed really weird coming out of her, you know, old white mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll yield the floor to you now. Right here. Dirty hand t-shirt. Yeah. We appreciate you. Sorry about the shirt. You should get it dry cleaned. But if you Uh call this woman old one more time. I am going to whoop your ass. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm shook. Joints. I'm, I'm a millennial, by the way. Are we, letting, are we letting white people call shit joints? Look, here's what I think people don't remember because people are 12 or I don't know how old you are. But, people, but young people, I think, don't remember that Spike Lee is kind of a genius in that he did this on purpose so that some white people would have to say, have you seen the new Spike Lee joint? I I really think that part of it was a little wink on his part, like a little bit of a joke to put these words, these uncomfortable words in some people's mouths. And I think it's very smart. It's still paying off. Yeah. Right now. Have I, 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 I don't know if I've told uh, my Spike Lee, not Spike Lee, the person story, but I, when, when the Alamo Draft House opened up in Los Angeles, they were doing like screenings of classic films yeah. uh, just to get started, and I went to watch Do the Right Thing, and I was sitting next to a white woman 
who had clearly never seen it before and did not know what was going to happen. And the amount of times she was uh, Team Sal, we'll just say, it was shocking. That's a ride. I was just like, lady, this movie's like 30 years old. <laughs> she was learning that What day. did you think was going to happen? She said, I need something new. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, I, so I guess good for Spike Lee. It still fucking works. The bit still works, even yeah. like to this day. <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it works, and I think like yeah, you're supposed to have that reaction of like, oh, oh she shouldn't, oh. she shouldn't say that. Yeah, but like, From it's in the marketing, and it's part of it. Old white mouth. I think it's great. <laughs> old. <laughs> old. White, white mouth. mouth. All right. um, Welcome back to the game show, Old White Mouth. All right, we're gonna do we're gonna do one last voicemail. We're really pushing it. We're gonna wrap this fucker up. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for coming out. By the way, this has been appreciate you. so fun. We appreciate it so much. We know people have traveled, and it's it's uh you know it's, it's weird doing shows again. Um, it's weird and great. So is this no, this the has been so fun. This is the wildest one. one. Okay. This is the wildest one. I'm going to genuinely say, uh, for longtime listeners, you'll know we have a no research policy. Um, I did actually Google this, but I didn't really figure it out because you'll see why. So you did, you did a bad research on this one. Yeah. Hey, team. Yo, this is kind of one of those niche calls. Uh, I was just at the pool with my kids, and there was a middle-aged, redheaded white dude who had a giant like half-sleeve tattoo of Africa, but it was the colors of the, uh, of like the, the African flag colors, the, the black, oh, that's uh, not the weird part. red and green. And then in the middle of it, he had a green shamrock. And like I said, this is a, like a middle-aged white dude with like red hair. And then over his heart, he also had a, Another shamrock tattoo, but this one had the German flag colors. <laughs> is this dude a Nazi, a colonizer, or just completely confused? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, this doesn't make sense, but this is what popped into my head. Uh -huh. He is the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like you got to be everything. It's like a Southwest egg roll yep. in a tattoo. Yeah. Right? I Thank you for getting my half-formed joke. I basically was just trying to figure out if this was some kind of Nazi thing. Um, and it turns out if you just Google Shamrock Africa tattoo... <laughs> uh, pretty inconclusive. <laughs> Um, I mean, clearly this, this this just sounds like some personal. He he's Irish. He lived in Africa. I like mean, he just went to a tattoo artist and said, "Combine all these elements," and whomever just went, "Okay, buddy," you know, <laughs> and just made whatever this is. No, it's just like 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 he was like at the tattoo parlor and was like, "Do you guys do just like a shuffle?" <laughs> just like I'm gonna I'm gonna take the tattoo book. And we're just going to pick three pages at random. Yeah. And that's my tattoo. But then I'm going to overlay them on top of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one, boom, boom, boom. And can you do both right here? The guy goes, okay, buddy, it's your funeral. Um, yeah, really, 
fucking bizarre. Does anyone have any? No Does one anyone knows. know what this is? Is this a thing? Is this no. a Nazi thing? Did we get tricked into promoting a Nazi thing? <laughs> well, like it or not, the problem with this podcast is we're easily tricked into promoting a Nazi thing. <laughs> Like, yeah, but then usually like Kevin will research it and be like, we got to cut that guys, part because you guys just ended up talking, doing about bits a about a Nazi thing, thing. for a long time. Like, good point, man. <laughs> Thanks for using Google. Google is free. Um, Not for me, apparently. I just, you know, I mean, I just, I, I'm sad for the man with all these tattoos because he has to answer so many questions every time he's shirtless. Every time he's shirtless, people are like, hi, what? <laughs> What? Follow-up question. The fuck? <laughs> and I bet yeah. he's tired of it. And I bet he had just, he wishes, he's just like, why didn't I at least just keep the shamrock green? Why did I make it German? It's so, just bizarre. I'm so sick of answering these questions. Just bizarre. Yeah. Um, so I guess, uh, yeah, in violation of our normal no-follow-up policy, if anyone listening to this anywhere... Knows this person. Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up. We want to know what the fuck is up. Hit <laughs> us up. Sham, Shamrafica. Um. <laughs> okay. Here's a, haste, here's a hastily derived bit that I've just come up with. This is how we're going to end the show because this is what we do. And thank you all again for coming. We love this venue. We love the Parkway. Yeah. We love Minneapolis. Love it. Thank you to our suboptimal subscribers. Any subscribers here for listening to our wild extra oh. shit? And we're going to say this because we forgot to say this in Boston and everyone just left. Yeah. Uh, we, we do have some t-shirts. We're going to be out in the lobby and we don't we'll have say hi to duck, folks. Ducking around shirts. I'm sorry. The pipeline of that has been it's difficult. But we have old merch shirts. So old merch comes at a discount, but it does mean you get to do a little meet and greet. So if you want to get a shirt, do that. Gen yes. X merch. Yeah, some old ass, dusty. Just fucking. Out of touch. Decrepit. Large font on their iPhone merch. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. You're making it worse. Yeah, no, I'm leaning into the bit because we're all, we're all ancient. We're going to fall down the stairs. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. Um, okay, so this is my hastily derived bit. This is how we're going to end the show. What was your favorite, like, two or three word phrase from tonight? Of course, we have old white mouth. Uh, we also have, all I remember is Jonalyn. <laughs> That's a good pitch. Any other pitches for a phrase from tonight? <laughs> Sham Africa. Did you say Sham Africa? Sham Africa. Sham Africa. Easier to. Sham Africa. It was like so easy to say the first time. So we're we're gonna chant it. So let's give a vote. Um, who votes for Old White Mouth? Cheer. Okay. Who votes for Sham Africa? I mean, I'm mad about it, but Old White Mouth wins by a mile. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. We're going to end. For They're going to play the theme music over us chanting Old White Mouth. Old White Mouth. Old White Mouth. Old White Mouth. Thank you so much thank for coming. You, so stupid. We love it. Thank you guys. This is Sebastian.